Welcome to License to Talk Insurance, a podcast for independent insurance agents. Hello, my name is Amanda Yanis, and I'm the Director of Marketing at Chicagoland SIA and one of your hosts for this podcast. Hi, I'm Kelsey Conklin-Ramsey. I'm the Director of Digital Strategy here at Chicagoland, and I'm your other host for this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the necessary pieces you need to have in place before you start a paid advertising campaign. So often people get really excited. They start their agency. They're like, okay, I'm going to get some leads. How do I get leads? I know. I'll put out some paid ads and leads will come my way. And in a lot of cases, that's not the first step. The first step should not be to throw money at it. You need to do some foundation work. So we're going to talk a little bit about what that foundation work looks like. I have a lot of members, especially you said, Amanda, in the first year that are very eager to run a paid advertising campaign. But really the first step is determining who your target audience should be when you want to put out any type of paid advertising campaign. Because if you cast your net too wide, you're not necessarily going to get the results that you want. There's a number of different factors for this. Um, One, not to mention how saturated the insurance market is with a lot of the big players that have much, much heavier budgets compared to an independent agent. So if you're hoping to get home and auto clients by putting out a paid advertising campaign, that might not be the best strategy, knowing that you have Progressive and State Farm and other other of those agents who have a little bit more money behind them spending money on some of these campaigns. So first definitely be to determine who your target audience is and what line of business that you're really hoping to target. Yeah. Like if you're trying to compete on car insurance, personal car insurance, and you're just going to put out there, we do car insurance and you're just going to put that out into the, the world of Google. Well, now you are competing against state firm progressive, all the captive agencies that have that big national budget, like Geico spends, what was it? I think it was just under a billion dollars in advertising and they're doing that nationwide. So you really can't compete on that wide net of just, well, everyone needs personal auto insurance. It's true, but that also means that there's a lot of advertising going on for personal auto insurance. So if personal auto insurance is where you want to be, you need to narrow that down so that you aren't competing on that national broad level. And that's a great opportunity to work with your agency growth coach. Um, A lot of our members have gone through the BIA program and they've determined a niche market that they actually put together a marketing campaign for. So if an agent is interested in using paid advertising as a part of their overall marketing campaign. I think that's a great idea. However, determining that marketing plan should come separate from wanting to just bring in leads from paid ads. I think a marketing plan should be a much bigger picture. And then the paid ads should be one small portion of that and one small portion of that just overarching umbrella that is your marketing campaign. So when we're talking about making it narrow, making it specific, who is your ideal client? What does that person look like? Where does that person spend their time? Because paid ads can be found in a number of different sources. So you can, you, you can put out a Facebook paid ad, a LinkedIn paid ad, Instagram, 
Google, et cetera. So really determining who that target market is and where they're spending their time. So if your target audience are females who are 25 to 34, and you're hoping to find a business owner, you might want to turn to LinkedIn or Instagram as as an audience base. So doing a little bit of research ahead of time to ensure that you are putting the ad out in the appropriate platforms where your audience is spending time is super important. Definitely. And another way you can narrow your target audience is by location. Geo-targeted ads are definitely a plus for small business owners, such as insurance agents. So if you're looking for females 25 to 35 in Oak Brook, that's now narrowed it down even more. Right. And knowing that most all of our independent agents are up in the Chicagoland area or Wisconsin down south into central Illinois, that's really important because if you have a larger if you, if you are opening up your campaign to a larger demographic, it's probably not going to work and you're going to be bringing in clients who you're not going to be able to write business for. So narrowing down the location is definitely huge. And then using those, those demographic tools that a lot of these platforms offer where you can denote and put in information as to age ranges, some of these some of these platforms allow you to put in like household income and, and things of that nature. So being as specific as possible with that demographic in the platform will help you reach that target audience. And yes, these platforms do are able to procure a lot of this information for you to actually target. However, keep in mind that Google is going to estimate at household income, whereas location is going to be a little bit easier for them to determine. So do be a little bit understanding if you get someone who might not have the exact household income that you were looking for, it is still kind of an approximate. What you really need to do is create a buyer persona. Imagine your ideal client and make up a person that fits that criteria. For example, uh, maybe her name is Sarah. Sarah is a 35-year-old woman. She works in an accounting office. She's married. She has two school-aged children. Uh, she drives to work. Her husband also has a, a truck. They have a combined income of $200,000. They live in Oakbrook in a single family home. Uh, they like to go on road trips in the summer. They have an RV. Uh, her husband likes to fish. Maybe they own a small fishing boat. Uh, Sarah loves to shop for antiques and is part of a number of Facebook groups that share. Uh, about antiques that they find in thrift shops. Uh, Maybe she's also the admin of her local Facebook group. Uh, When you really start to get into who Sarah is, you can really start to think about what's important to Sarah and what kinds of coverage Sarah would need. Uh, You know also that Sarah spends a lot of time, obviously, on Facebook. So Facebook would be where you could do some paid advertising to someone like Sarah. Uh, You also need to think about what kind of language uh, Sarah would respond to. And you need to take all that information and use that in your ad and on your landing page, which we'll get to in a moment. But using language that people like Sarah would use, taking that narrowed audience 
uh, by creating this complete picture of who Sarah is, that's going to help you so much in targeting and really honing in on who your audience is. Yeah, really understanding who you're speaking to is so important, especially with paid ads, because folks now understand what a paid ad is. So when someone sees a sponsored post on Google or a sponsored post on Facebook, they understand that this ad was paid for. So the more that you can target that specific ad and make it as appealing as possible to that demographic and make yourself as approachable as possible, which is so funny to say because obviously you're not physically approachable online, but making your ad and your digital presence make you seem approachable as a person that you really understand what these individuals are going through and how you can help them with their needs will definitely help you win their business. So once you have your target audience narrowed in, you know who you're targeting, that's step one. Step two is to create a page on your website for this target audience for the product that you are selling them. So what a landing page is, it's a single page on your website. When we talk about pages, you've got like your homepage, you've got your contact page, hopefully you've got some product pages. Now you need a page that is dedicated to that ad. So when they go to your ad and they click on it, like, yes, this is what I think I'm looking for. I want to know more. This is the page where they're going to go. And if you're sending those clicks to your homepage or to a generic page, you're not going to get the conversions that you are looking for, but you're still going to be charged for that click. So it's very important that the landing page is well-designed and continues to target that audience. Your landing page should answer a few questions for your target audience. First is that this is what I'm looking for. So it needs to fulfill whatever promise your ad was offering in terms of product that your target audience is looking for. It should also let them know why they should buy the product through your agency. This could be your experience, your dedication, your community involvement, uh, it could be social proof. You want people to feel confident that you have the solution that they need and that they'll have a positive experience if they use you as their agent. Your landing page also needs to have a clear call to action. This is what the next steps you want them to take now that they're on your landing page. Do you want them to call you? Do you want them to email you? Do you want them to complete a form fill? Uh, I'm a big fan of form fills if you have a CRM that can accommodate them because they do all the work for you. Uh, they capture where the lead came from. It prompts them to enter in the information, such as their contact information and whatever else the form is asking for. Uh, and it allows you to add some automated features that are triggered by the form, uh, such as an automatic email letting them know that you've received their inquiry and someone from your office is going to reach out. Uh, maybe include your business hours and contact information. It just really lets them know that the request has been received. However, if you don't have a form fill feature, you can use HTML codes on the page uh, that maybe will open up an email with your email address already filled into the to field. Uh, you can also have your phone number links so that it's set up that when they click it, it's gonna automatically call you if they're using their mobile phone. Uh, there are options. They're not gonna do as much work for you as the form fill would, and they do require a bit more work on behalf of your prospect. 
So if you have a CRM, that's really going to be your, your best bet is to have those form fills. So that's what a call to action is, uh, literally a call for them to do an action. Uh, you need to make this super obvious on your landing page. After all, if they don't complete your call to action, then you probably haven't captured their contact information and now you've lost them as a lead. Uh, you can do that with formatting by using contrasting colors. You could have it in multiple places. It also needs to speak to your target audience. Uh, commonly, we see things like submit this form to get a homeowner's quote or get a quote now or something that's pretty generic. And that's fine. It's direct. They know what it means. Uh, but sometimes if you get a little creative that speaks directly to your target audience, you'll get a better result. Uh, if you have them emailing or calling you, saying something like, give us a call. I've even seen some call to actions where they get very detailed, like uh, call us and talk to Kathy. She's a very nice lady who loves sunflowers. Uh, let her know what you need and she'll get you where you need to be. It makes a person feel like they know Kathy a little bit. They know what to expect when they call you, that Kathy is going to answer and be able to help them. Uh, whatever it is, they should be able to find it on your page without having to read anything else because let's face it, people often don't read uh, what's on the website. They're looking for that call to action. That's to make it bold, make it contrasting, make it as obvious as you can. Definitely, Amanda. Um, I think really some of the some of the topics that you brought up are so important, not only for a paid advertising campaign, but just for a member's website anyway. But it is really important when folks are going to your website after clicking on a paid ad and expecting to get the information they need that they have it there. So if they don't, the bounce rate or the drop off from the click on the ad to the actual time on your website will be pretty significant. So I don't want to dive too deep into this because it's pretty technical, but I think it, it's also really important to consider what your end goal is with a, with running a paid advertising campaign. So obviously most, most agents, when they're running a campaign, the goal is to get leads. However, how are you really tracking what's working? And there's a couple of different ways to do this. And again, I'm not going to get super in the weeds on this. But having some type of tracking on your website, whether it's Google Analytics, whether it's a pixel from the actual platform that you're using that is placed on that form fill or that button, wherever you choose to place it or your web developer places it. If you are using a CRM that asks the question, how did you hear about us in the form fill? Etc. There's a number of different ways to track effectiveness of a paid advertising campaign. So that should definitely be taken into consideration, especially on the website. And more often than not, I would recommend including some type of tracking on that button to say, oh, this person came from Google, most likely from my paid campaign. If you're using some type of UTM parameter or things of that nature. And then that person actually clicked on this button. And then later on in your website or through easy links or your radar, you're actually able to see an individual submitted something. You're most likely going to be able to attribute that back to your paid ad. You can always ask that individual as well. There's a number of different ways to do this. But when members are spending money on paid advertising campaigns, you want to be able to measure those results. 
in a less technical way of doing that, if that sounded all a little overwhelming, is to just have that landing page link only be able to be accessed through the ad. So it's not going to be something that Google finds. You can do a no index on it. Uh, don't give the link out anywhere else. So there's no way to navigate it to it. They're not going to find it in an email. The only way to get to that link is through the clicked ad. Then you know that's how they got there. And that's just a low tech way of tracking. Absolutely. And I'm always here as a resource for our members. If you are deciding to go the paid advertising route, that's a conversation that we can have ahead of time from setting that up. The last thing that I wanted to touch on as well, and again, Amanda and I aren't going to go too in depth on this because we could spend hours talking about the intricacies of the different platforms and their paid advertising, you know, their paid advertising systems. And then they'll all change. Oh, <laughs> they'll and- all change tomorrow. Yes, and they will all change by the time we get this podcast recording out, and then we're going to get a ton of questions. But I think another important aspect of this is checking what the platforms require ahead of time in terms of what do we need for this ad. So we already touched on the website portion of this. You're going to need a page to drive them to. Depending on the platform, however, Google is typically just a text ad. So including keywords, phrases, text, copy, things of that nature, that's pretty straightforward. For Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, those platforms require some type of image, some copy, a call to action, things of that nature as well. So making sure that you have all of those different aspects or have an avenue to work with someone who can help you put together imagery, copy, etc., so that you're able to put out those ads. And again, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, they change their specification requirements quite frequently. So just checking in on their websites, being up to date on what is required is definitely important. And again, if, if any of our members have questions on that, I'm happy to pass along the most recent spec updates. They can also be found on the individual platforms websites as well. But that is another another aspect of this that I highly recommend taking a look at before just going in, diving headfirst into the world of paid advertising. You definitely want to have a plan in place and the foundation pieces in place before you start spending money. If you don't know who you're targeting, so you're doing it too general, too wide of a net. You're going to be competing against too many people. So that's why we really want to target that audience in to make sure that you're targeting the people that are going to convert on your site. Having the landing page, obviously, I think that's a pretty big deal uh, so that people can see that you are the answer that they're looking for. Uh, driving people to your homepage or to your contact us page, you may as well just be throwing money away because you're not answering the question of whatever it is that they're looking for that they've clicked your ad for to find the answer to. And having that call to action so that they know what to do now that they've clicked the ad, they know what the next steps are. And as Kelsey said, making sure that you have all of the pieces that you need uh, to fill in on the various platforms These are all things you need to consider before you spend a dollar. 
Absolutely. There's, there's so much more that goes into it. These platforms make it seem like it's this straightforward and seamless way to bring in leads, but it's never as easy as it seems. <laughs> if any of our members have questions regarding paid advertising, figuring out who your target market is, et cetera, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, uh, Kelsey at Kelsey at ChicagolandSIA.com. I'm here as a resource for you to navigate the world of paid advertising. But I also wanted to mention too, I, I know I mentioned this earlier, but Gail and Christine, our agency growth coaches, do put together a great BIA program where they hone in on a member's target market, put together a marketing campaign. So I highly, highly recommend that to any members who are interested in really getting to know the commercial lines market and wanting to find that niche audience. And I'm definitely a part of that too, especially when it comes to paid advertising. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us, but I just wanted to thank you all for joining us today. We'll have another episode coming out in September. We're going to have a special guest that we're very excited for, but thanks for tuning in. Thank you, everyone.